This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Welcome to Cosmic Potato. The Super Fan Talk Podcast. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We've got you covered with everything from Marvel to Star Wars. I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. Classic films, trivia games, and beyond. Come to the coast and get together, have a few laughs. Now, on with the show. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast, the show that likes to say that we think outside the box, but think outside the box is the most inside the box inspirational thing that you can say. <laughs> so instead we like to say that we're woke AF. You've never said that. <laughs> I said I like to say that. I didn't say I actually say that. <laughs> But uh, uh, sitting across the virtual table from me is John Irons. How are you, sir? I do well. <laughs> and also Thank with you. us is Virginia. How are you? Fine. <laughs> and Rick is here as well. How's it going, Rick? Uh, hang on. I got to go burn my flip-flops. I'll be right back. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you are in Florida. Just walk around a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I started to make I started to make a joke, but I couldn't come up with one that I thought was going to be uh, funny enough. But mainly, yeah, that, see, I don't uh, sweat that. <laughs> I have not I have not bought anything that had the Nike brand on it in probably twenty years anyway. <laughs> yeah, people that uh, people that have kids don't usually have an, enough expendable income to buy anything that they don't sell at Walmart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, pay, pay less is my, my yeah exactly <laughs> shoe source yeah. of. Uh, but uh, tonight we're going to play Sci Fighters Woo-hoo! once again. Yay! This is a game oh, right, that we like to play right, from time to time. That um, we take characters from various genres and pit them against one Thank another goodness. and uh, decide who would win in a battle to the I don't know, not not necessarily the death, but <laughs> to the pain. To the yeah. pain. You actually you clicked out for a second. Like, and you you, uh, you went. You went silent there for a second there, Sean, as you were explaining. I went silent? Okay. Well, I think the recording still picked it up. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're what was I saying? <laughs> you said it's the show where we... Oh. <laughs> we like to take, uh, we like to take characters from various genres and pit them together in a, in a, in a battle, uh, battle royale kind of thing. And, uh, in the past we've done things like pit, uh, the one I like to go back to is the Tin Man versus C-3PO or something like that. <laughs> and, you know, uh, it's something we like to do to have fun. But uh, John has put together our combatants for the night. So, John, I'm going to I'm gonna hand it over to you. That's fine. Uh, I forgot we were doing this. Which <laughs> <laughs> is not to say that I'm not prepared. Let me, let me say, John <laughs> forgot that we're doing this. This was John's <laughs> idea. John sent me a message and said do you want to do sci fighters sure (laughs) what I mean is I forgot that we were doing uh, 
that we were doing this first. Okay. Because we're also recording a, another episode for another show tonight. Not right. that we were doing the other, other episode first. But I do have the compatents. So I just have to get a pen and paper. Okay. And I was... We still have our lost Magic versus Sci-Fi episode of Sci-Fighters that we actually recorded but was lost to the... To my, the winds of the internet. My ineptitude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I... The, I was thinking of doing that one, but instead, we're going to do uh, Doppelgangers Part 2, which is uh, two roles by the same actor, and who would win if they came head-to-head, to head. So, example would be like uh, Neo versus John Wick. That would be an example. Yeah. Neo would win. <laughs> Unless right. Neo killed John's dog, right? <laughs> I was I, like Neo would jump into John Wick, and he would try to explode him from the outside, like, like, uh, like Mister, like, uh, like Agent Smith, right? And I, and I, I, I think I don't know who would win that. I think I think I think he would just ripple. I think his skin would just ripple for a while. <laughs> and it, it'd be some wick neo hybrid neo wick alright it would be but that's not what we're doing here it would be Ted Theodore Logan let me see actually is he on the list we did him last time right who did we do those last time yeah I think, us I think to remember? So. <laughs> no no we did we did that neo versus Constantine oh right yes, mm. yes. alright no, that's out of the way. <laughs> uh, let's just jump right in. Sean. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Martin Riggs, Lethal Weapon, versus Mad Max. Okay. Uh, well, God, it's been so long since I've seen a Mad Max movie that wasn't Fury Road. Um... That's going to make an appearance later. But for now. <laughs> Which, w- wait, can I ask for a clarification? Sure. That might help. Sure. Which, which, Mad Max from which movie? Dealer's Choice. Okay. I, well, I'm not the first one because he hasn't, he hasn't embraced his Mad Maxness yet. Exactly. That's, that's what I was asking. So, he, he, uh, he so it's got to be one cool of on the first one. But, yeah, the first one, he's, he's still has some expectations of the rules of society and civilization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't gone full tilt uh, post-apocalypse yet. Alright, so so like Mad Max 2 versus uh, sure. Riggs. Two men enter, one man leaves, one of them is Martin Riggs. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Rick. Okay, I'm gonna say he, he's versus Riggs from like Lethal Weapon two or three because in Lethal Weapon one, Riggs wanted to kill himself. You know, <laughs> so he probably wouldn't put up that much of a yeah, fight. This is, this is a more stable version of Riggs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the first time the word "stable" and Riggs have ever appeared in the same sentence. Modifier, more stable version. Yeah, well, I mean, you got the TV version of Riggs that got fired for being a jerk on set, but um, I want to go with Riggs mainly because I know more about him. Because, <laughs> like I said, it's been so long since I've seen uh, Mad Max, but I'll let you guys weigh in 
What do you guys think? I, I got to go with Max on this one because, especially if you're going with Road Warrior Max, yeah, uh, yeah. because he was totally unhinged in that one. You know, he was the the death of his family was still fairly fairly fresh, and the apocalypse. You know, he hadn't had to deal with a bunch of children and Tina Turner yet. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was. I I was not a fan of Thunderdome because, you know, he kind of you know how you get a character that's really cool and then they kind of turn them into the caricature of that everyone thinks they, that it is. Right. I think yeah. that's what happened in Thunderdome. Uh, but in, in, uh, in the road warrior, he was just absolute total badass. And, uh, I think Riggs is just a little too cop to, you know what? See, that's, that's the thing. It's like, they're both anti-hero good guys, but you got to catch them at the right stage of their Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're right. Like later on, Riggs gets a little too domesticated, and so does Mad Max. So you got to get him right when. <laughs> yeah. Well, Riggs is Riggs is mostly in his in his best element when he's really got something to like. If somebody that he really cares about has been kidnapped or something like that, and I don't really see Max like kidnapping <laughs> kidnapping somebody. But um, Virginia, I would ask but, you, but yeah, I got a feeling that this Mad is going to be something for your. Uh, that would be something for what you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I actually have not seen any of the Mad Max movies. Yeah, that's that's what what really Wait, you've never seen Mad Max? Fury Road? You've yeah. not seen Fury Road either? No, I have not. Oh, girl, you're killing me. All right. <laughs> See, that, that's a tricky, Wait, okay. that's a tricky let franchise. Ask, let me ask a question then. Should I see the original Mad Maxes before I see Fury Road? Yes. Because if Absolutely, I can just see... Yes. Well, okay. it's, it's not really necessary to place Fury Road in context, uh-huh. but it is, it's, it's like you should see older James Bond movies before you see new James Bond movies. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But I'll, I, but I will say, especially since you're doing a show called wait, you've never seen, you should watch it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to watch Mad Max before you watch the road warrior because yeah, two thirds of the United States, myself included, didn't even realize the road warrior was a sequel to anything. Hmm. I did. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's one of the things. When uh, when Virginia Hay was on the show, she was in that movie, and she said that if I got it oh, right, right, she said that overseas in England they called it Mad Max Two. Uh, yeah, but over here they didn't. They just went with Road Warrior. So yeah, but the first time I mentioned the Road Warrior to anyone on Simply Syndicated, they're like. What are you talking about? I'm like the second Mad Max movie. Oh, yeah, that was just Mad Max Two over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I'm gonna go with the consensus. I'm gonna say Ma- Max. Mad Max. Right. That was a long road. <laughs> it's a talk show. Was it a Fury Road? <laughs> Mad Max form. It was, a, it was a it was a rough road to get from here to there. All right. Good thing I'm a uh, warrior. I, I, I heard you, Virginia. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. What? I said, was it a Fury Road? Oh. All right. <laughs> Half a point. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> uh, Rick. Hello. Raiden from Mortal Kombat versus Connor McCloud of the Cloud McCloud. Oh, oh. oh, I love it. Um. That, oh that wow, that's here tricky. In the background is my wife making noise. I'm printing. She's she decided to <laughs> print a bunch of papers while I'm recording. 
Hi, Sherry. <laughs> they said hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, Raiden versus Connor. Okay. So we're going to have another one of these situations like the coyote, but I'm going to make sure to, uh, like, making a genie wish. <laughs> All right. Because I don't think Raiden can kill Connor, but he can hurt the ever-living bleep out of him for a long time. <laughs> I mean, um, I he could kill him. He could. Uh, he is capable of decapitation. I suspect. Well, but yeah, but he—that's not his his main attack. His main attack is is lightning. Yeah, and so he could have Connor twitching for a hundred years and <laughs> not kill him. Um, so, but I don't know how. I don't I have no idea how physically vulnerable Raiden is because he's a god, right? Yes. Yeah, and, uh, and Connor, other than the fact that he lives forever, he doesn't have any powers. I mean, no. he's, he's not super yeah, strong. But, he can't fly or anything like that. He's just. But Raiden can be. I mean, he's in the Mortal Kombat competition. Yes, yeah, so, I never played the game. I only saw the movie, so I don't know. So, but I mean, but it's but it's all types of warriors. Some of whom, you know, don't have weapons. Some of whom just have swords or cutting weaponry. Yeah, but everybody in Mortal Kombat so he, has he, some kind of a super his, attack. His physical form is vulnerable. He's tough, but he's not, you know. Um, He's not Thor tough. Like, if you throw a spear at him, he'll get stabbed. Okay. I'm... Uh, okay. One more question. because uh, Is his lightning attack something he can keep up indefinitely, or does he need to recycle? He can keep it up for a while at yeah. very intensity, but he he's not I mean he will get tired. He'll need to take a break. Then I'm gonna give it to McLeod because I, I don't think Raiden can kill McLeod and without a physical attack, without getting in there and cutting his head off, which would mean he'd have to stop the lightning long enough to do it. And as soon as the lightning turns off, McLeod is all over him. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if his finishing move is he just blasts you until you explode. He's exploding cap. He'd also have to know <laughs> that that's Connor's weakness, and Connor's not going to advertise that. People don't know that Connor's an immortal, except for other immortals. Yeah, but he's a god, wouldn't he know? Don't they have? Don't they? Don't they all know each other? He's not. <laughs> he's, he's he's a god with a little g. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, he, yeah, you know, he's he's not um, omniscient. He's right. just a badass. Um, you, you don't think like the but, Greek god know the North Norse god, or at least know of them? Not, well, yeah, but Connor's not a not a god. Yeah, he's just he's well, right, but he knows, technically uh, he's an alien. Yeah. But if you, you want to go by Halloween, but, but also <laughs> think about what happens to the immortals when they when the quickening. Okay, lightning doesn't really do that much to them. In fact, they kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm going with McLeod on this one. There can be only uh, one. The Highlander movies. I have not. Oh, we're just okay, giving sorry. you all kinds of movies for your show. <laughs> I know. I'm like I'm writing all of these down for real. <laughs> Fortunately for you, there's only one movie in the Highlander series you really need to watch. The rest don't. <laughs> well, I hear there is only one. So. There is only oh. there, there <laughs> <be> only one. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Also, Highlander is what is the movie that gave us the one and only Clancy Brown, so 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> was that his first? Uh, yeah. If it wasn't his first movie, it's the first one where he he like it was early. Had yeah. a big role and and yeah got on right on the radar. And a great sound. Uh, Halloween, ladies. <laughs> right, I'm trying to pick two. All right. How about this, Virginia? How about mm-hmm. The Mask versus Bruce Almighty? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hmm, it's been a while since I've seen either of those. So. The mask, he puts on the mask, and then he can run around fast? I don't really remember. He's like a living cartoon character. Okay. According to the lore, it's the mask of Loki, and it brings out your personality. And his personality is a big cartoon character. Basically immortal. Uh, You know, all all the stuff that you, you would see Bugs Bunny do, he can do. Right. Hmm. I don't so, know if Almighty counts as a lowercase g or is, is the middle middle case g. <laughs> yeah, right. So middle case. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a g with two little dots on top. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce Almighty, he was, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it, it really has been a while since I've seen these. He was, he was, he became God or something like that. God I don't gave remember. him all of his powers. Him with Limited godlike abilities. Limited godlike abilities. Okay. So, so what I'm going to say is the mask because he can probably like defy the the rules of physics and all of that jazz and be cartoonish and do a lot of things. Whereas Bruce Almighty has these limited powers, maybe won't be able to uh, do as much. And defeat him. I, I don't know because because in Bruce Almighty he had the ability to have an effect on surroundings. Like he he pulled the moon closer to the earth. Yeah, he, he summoned a. Oh, that's uh, right. I forgot about. That. But I I think I was actually I think I agree with Virginia because I think as the mask, I think his imagine I think he has greater imagination. So anything that Bruce could come up with, the mask could counter instantly. Whereas I I think the mask would confound Bruce and win. Yeah, because Ipkiss was really into watching cartoons and stuff. So basically the mask turned him into a cartoon character. He could do anything a cartoon can do, which is anything he could do it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, like he, you know, he got shot and blown up and all that stuff, and he just kind of, you know, it was, it was, it was cartoony. It was all physical comedy. But unless, um, unless right. Bruce is able to get the mask off of him, because you know that happened in the movie a couple of times, the mask would get knocked off of him. Yeah, but he wouldn't. I don't think Bruce. Would, that's what I'm saying. I, I just the level of imagination. Bruce was really. I'm not gonna say he was dumb, but he was. He was very. Uh, straightforward i i think you're you're way underestimating bruce um think so yeah i don't think he had limited powers god made him god big yeah, G, no I umlauts <laughs> so, I, so think, I mean i don't think it's a question of what he could do i think it's a question of what he would think to do 
Well, uh, there, one word. Smite. <laughs> yeah. True. Splat. True. <laughs> but would, I don't know that that would stop the match. Would he be able, wouldn't he be able to evade the smiting? I think I think he I think he would send out a big lightning bolt and then there would be a little there'd be a crash and there'd be a little smoky stain on the floor and Bruce would come over and look at it and then the master would come up behind and was like, What are we looking at? Yeah. <laughs> but but Bruce was also well, I guess they really didn't play up the omniscience too much, did they? I don't know that. Oh, right. He, he, he heard prayers. Isn't that right? He, he could like, is that it's, my... it's been a long, I only saw it. Haven't seen it since it came the, out. Yeah. The whole prayer yeah. thing. That was the gag that he, he heard the prayers and he couldn't handle it. So he changed it to he an just, email. He, he just granted everybody's wish. Yeah. <laughs> he <was> like, <laughs> and it, it's like he had 3 million people win the lottery at one time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Virginia, it's your call. I'm going to stick to my guns and say the mask. Good with it. Uh, Sean. Here I am. Groot versus Riddick. Mm. <laughs> uh, how much How much Riddick have you seen? I saw Pitch Black like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't seen, you haven't seen either of the other two? Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. There's two more? There's two more. I knew there was the one more. Chronicles of Riddick, and then what's the other one? Huh? What's the other one besides the Chronicles of Riddick, right? I think it's just called Riddick. Hmm. I thought it was That's just those ridiculous. two. Yeah, the second one is very good. The third one, it was, it was man. Well, yeah. Compared to the first two, it was not good. On its own, as its own thing, it was man. Um, but do you go, if you want to go with, uh, straight original flavor, pitch black Riddick, I'm fine with that. That's I'm going to, I'm going to say Groot. Yeah. And number one, I know more about him, but I think that he's more invulnerable because he's a big giant tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Um, he's definitely more invulnerable. But Riddick is definitely smart. <laughs> He's like way smarter. Like Groot has more ability, but Riddick is ridiculously clever. I think you would. I think you would find some way to set him on fire. He's like, oh, you're a tree. Okay, hang hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's. I'm I'm good either way. We go Groot. Yeah, I'm Rick. Go with Groot. I am Groot. I mean, I'm Rick. <laughs> I am Not here. That one. I will give you. <laughs> Phil from Groundhog Day versus Never saw it. How in the <laughs> What? <laughs> you would love that film. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm done with you, man. <laughs> Phil from Groundhog Day versus Peter Rinkman. You know you know the deal, right? Uh I know that he keeps doing the same day over and over again, which is why I haven't seen it, because that, that particular conceit drives me insane. Um, you should see it. You should see it. This We're is planning one. to watch it right before Groundhog Day for a way you've never seen, because I've never seen it. Does All right. Put, pencil me in for that one. Okay. I will do that. Does All Bankman right. have a, a proton Ooh. pack? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. 
Because Phil doesn't really say, have any powers. Right. He, he has no control over what's happening to him. He's just it's just happening to him. Yeah, but he experiences things over and over and over and over and over until he is omniscient. <laughs> so he can so he can lose the fight a million times and then just figure out how to get the best of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that's his power, then he's unbeatable and the game's done. <laughs> that's an interesting question. If you're stuck in a time loop, does your first loss count, or is that just part of the loop? I put it to committee, and I'll go with whatever. I mean, is, if Vaitman has his has his equipment, then it's a, then it's no contest. <laughs> you just blast him with a proton pack, <laughs> and that well, deck him. I mean, he's just a dude, right? Yeah, and yeah, they're both just regular people. And yeah. and which which one's the bigger a hole, Venkman or or Phil? I think they're pretty even. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that uh, over time, uh, Groundhog Phil becomes less of an a hole, but it's like it's like years, <laughs> it's like decades. Well, I think in the original script they said that he actually stayed in that time loop for like thirty something years. Yeah, I think they, they, they figured it out like in yes, it's thirty something years. He lived the same day over, over The original script was gonna say that yeah, he, you know, he was he would actually for like a thousand years and basically became a god. <laughs> he would welcome the free release of death. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna well, give it to Vinkman. Yeah, I I I'm gonna say Vinkman unless Phil could just keep recycling, in which case he beats everybody. Right. Eventually. It's like Harry Mudd. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that to you to, to choose which which way we're going to let his the loop work. I I think we don't. Otherwise, because you know, like I said, if if, <laughs> if that's his deal, then then we there's no point in going on because oh, he's going to beat all yeah. covers. Fair enough. Uh, Virginia. Yes. Steve Trevor versus Captain Kirk. Ooh. 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 Chris versus Chris. Let's see. Well, hmm. <laughs> I yeah, I got. I don't have a whole lot of commentary. I'm just thinking. I was gonna um, say it's a podcast. You got to think out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, Captain Kirk, he is. He starts out reckless, but then he like learns and stuff. Uh, Steve, Trevor, he just like well, he also starts out reckless. He just randomly ends up on the on the island, right? Right? Or am I remembering he that wrong? Cr- well, yeah, well, he, he, he is reckless. He is reckless. He is he is reckless, but brave. And yes, I he's definitely brave because he was only supposed to do recon. Right. So I feel like. Wonder Woman is really the the star of that, and so he's more like we don't really get to see a whole lot of of Steve Trevor's stuff because it's all about Wonder Woman, right? And I'm kind of biased because I know more about Star Trek, so just based on that, I'm going to go with Captain Kirk. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. That's fine. Which which movie are we pulling Kirk from? Because you know, in the first one, he's he he didn't really know anything, and he's a he's more of a hothead. Kirk, I presume. Okay. Wait, I, what? I, mean, I was thinking like a composite of all three of them, actually. Like yeah. all three of the movies. 
because in the first one he's like this hot shot i can do whatever i want and then by the third one he's, he's like more of a you know captain, yeah. here we are out on the yeah but he was a pretty good scrapper in all three yeah true you know, grant, granted he gets his ass handed to him every time but that's oh my god that <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but he did beat crawl, 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 crawl. Yeah, crawl, crawl. No, anyway. Um, right. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I was thinking Trevor because he's you know combat trained, and I kept thinking we didn't see much of of Pine Kirk fighting, but yeah, we did. He, he did just fine. Well, and he he uh, he fought uh, Spock on the bridge. Although, yeah, Spock really got beat the <laughs> crap out of him. But yeah. But whoever, but whoever wins. Who? who Am I hitting something? I'm sorry. I'm hearing it, a lot of static. It sounds like somebody's sitting on their microphone. That might have been me. Okay. I, I moved my hand. Okay. <laughs> whoever wins that fight, Jack Ryan shows up and has to fight, <laughs> has to fight him next. <laughs> who what? Jack Ryan. You know, he What's played that? Jack Ryan in Shadow Recruit. So whoever wins that fight has to fight Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay let's see I'm actually going to trade one of these out uh, I'll trade it out for just alright Sean this is you right okay let's do um Jack Bauer Versus David, teenage vampire from the Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have to go with Jack Bauer. <laughs> I mean, but he's a vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire, but he's a hothead teenage vampire. He's you know he's full of himself, and I think I think Jack would. Uh, as long as he can, I mean, I think that initially, as long as he can stay away from him long enough to not get bitten or something in the beginning of the fight, I think eventually Jack would uh, would get in, would get the uh, upper hand over him. And yeah, I mean, I have to go with Jack Bauer. I can't, <laughs> I can't go uh, against Jack. <laughs> uh, um, I don't, I don't disagree. I think that's probably what. Yeah, if, if if Jack Bauer can survive long enough to realize that he's fighting a vampire, he'll probably win. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, Rick. Yes. Speaking of vampires. Okay. Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible versus Lestat. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Lestat will let Ethan think he's winning. Let Ethan break his knuckles and bash his <laughs> fist. And, uh, and then just casually snap his neck <laughs> he may or may not drink him he might he probably will you know what he'll do he'll he'll, he'll, 
he'll drop. <laughs> Gaze at his own beautiful face. Have, you know what? Lestat's just egotistical enough to do. That. <laughs> wouldn't they have to drink from him first? I don't remember how. How say what? Wouldn't they have to yeah, drink, they from him drink from him first? Because he, they're not supposed to drink from a dead person, right? Right. Yeah, he'd have to he'd have to drain them to the point of death, and then get them to drink uh, their blood. It, it's a it's a rather complicated <laughs> process. Oh, um, but yeah, Lestat. Without, I, I think Tom Cruise, the 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 version of Lestat in Interview the Vampire. Uh, I know a lot of people were upset about it. I think it was just fine considering it was Louis' view of Lestat and not the actual Lestat. So, mm-hmm. all right, uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. Maleficent. Versus Laura Croft. <laughs> hmm. Well, is Maleficent bulletproof? <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, she she, <laughs> she is a full fledged magical chick. Uh, but Laura Croft, Laura Croft fights demons on occasion. <laughs> so she's not unfamiliar with that term. So I don't know that I've ever seen Maleficent, but I did see Sleeping Beauty. And does Maleficent also transform into a giant fire-breathing dragon? She does. In Maleficent, it gives you... It, it's more like um, more like a wicked, see it from her point of view kind of story. Gotcha. Um, but yes, basically... All kinds of magic and transmogrifying abilities. Um, so, as as excellent as Laura Croft Tomb Raider's fighting skills may be, I think she would be barbecued by the giant fire-breathing <laughs> dragon. So, I'm going to give it to Maleficent. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take the dragon into account. As part of the <laughs> she did battle a T Rex in the video game, but. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. But T-Rexes don't breathe fire, so. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't grab Or at least science alarms. hasn't proven that yet. <laughs> uh, Sean. All right. Imperata Furiosa versus the Atomic Blonde. Oh. Hmm. Um, I mean, basically, they're basically the same. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, I would, I want to say Furiosa. I want to get you guys to give feedback on that, though. That's, that's a... That's too close to call. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. They're, I mean, they're basically the same. But, um, okay, so that, yeah. I mean, I, I say Furiosa. What do you think, John? You know what? I, I think it depends on the, if they're, if they're just fighting hand to hand, no pun intended, <laughs> um, hands I, to hand, hands to hand, I think there is a fair chance that, 
atomic blonde will rip off her hand and beat her with. Yeah, um, I mean she's a trained fighter. Yeah, and the, well, that's what I'm saying. Like if they're in, they're in a the post-apocalyptic hellscape, then I would probably give it to uh, Furiosa because there's nothing really around for the other chick, the blonde, to use mm-hmm. as a weapon. Um, I don't know. That is that is that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, I, I can't argue either way. I you know think that they are like Sean said, essentially the same character. Uh, well, not not the same character. You know, like they're a, a rip off of each other. But I don't think there's any particular reason to to give it to to one or the other. I think that the like you said, it's it depends on the setting, and and we've never really established what the setting is for any of these fights. So, like I said, I always kind of imagine it's it's people get just beamed into a big arena. Um, I guess yeah. Let's say they let's say they just they're both beamed in. Um, I imagine the blonde has at least one gun and a knife or two. And Furiosa doesn't have any weapons on her besides them. I assume she can use any weapon she gets her hands on. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, both of them have this tendency to to come back right at the brink of defeat and and win. (laughs) Um, Push themselves beyond all physical limits. Exactly, yeah. So it's, it's, wow. You know, I think I think this one. I don't think you can pick a winner. I think this one ends up being a draw. We have we do have precedent for for ties in the. We past. have precedent for a tie based on storyline, but yeah. if I would I would say if it could go to either one, pick one. Sean, your call. Uh, yeah. If I just had to pick, I'd say Furiosa. So I, I think I'm going to go with Furiosa. All right. That gives us ten winners. I have, one, two, three. Is that the end of round? Yeah, that gives one? us ten winners. I had twelve fights, but I feel like it's going a little long, so we can, we'll cut it there. Okay, and I'll is, that, match. is that the end of round one? That's the end of round one. Okay, let's pause for a commercial, and uh, li- we'll listen to some ads for some other. Uh, podcast here on the uh, Cosmic Potato Podcast Network and we'll be back in just a minute to for uh, round two. We'll return after these messages. Hey, you listener. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do you like professional wrestling? What? If so, you'll love Review-A-Mania where Rob and Zach break down every WrestleMania. You'll hear about great epic matches by the likes of Hulk Hogan. And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah! Ric Flair. Just stealing! Woo! Wheeling, dealing! Limousine right! Jet flying! Son of a gun! Bret Hart. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be! Shawn Michaels. Red Heart, you are a zero, my hero. John Cena. The chair is here! Brock Lesnar. Suplex City, bitch. And so many more that I don't have time to even name. Check out Review Mania right here 
on CosmicPotato.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker. It's a happening right here on CosmicPotato.com. Arriba! Attention, people of Earth! There's a new podcast on the Cosmic Potato Network. You should check out. It's called Wait, You've Never Seen? I'm Shane. And I'm Virginia, and I have no idea what that was. I'm so sorry for the old-timey voice. I can't promise it won't happen again, though. So, Virginia and I will be taking turns watching movies that one of us has never seen. Because I grew up under a rock and have a lot of catching up to do. I am uncultured, so Virginia will be showing me musicals and old-timey movies. Again, we can be heard on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. And on our website at waityouveneverseen.com. See you then! Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we are the hosts of the World War G Podcast, along with Colton, but he's not here right now. Yes, so pay no attention. Uh, and we're a podcast about everything geek. We talk about uh, movies, television, video games, comic books. Uh, we got movie commentaries, the occasional taste tests, like these lovely pina colada Oreos. Just don't try the Coke ones. No. Dang, what do we say after that? <laughs> Dang it. Um, so oh, okay. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can find us right here at CosmicPotato.com or at WorldWarG.Podbean.com. Or wherever else you get your podcasting fix. And as always... Stay geeky, my friends. Yeah! <laughs> Hi, this is Virginia Hay, and you're listening to Cosmic Potato. Here, I'll, I'll do intermission music. I am almost afraid to ask what you are even talking about. How have you not? How have you avoided the the baby shark thing? It is this unbelievably. All right. I can't wait um, to listen to all of those shows. Those sound great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, actually, I, I probably brought it back too soon. I could use that two minute to match these guys up. You can, you, that's fine. You can sing the Stark song. <laughs> no, it, it's this incredibly adorable video of these two kids. Uh, they have they're, they're I guess their channel is called Pink Fong, and they're singing this really catchy little stupid kid song baby shark doo, 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 doo. but they're just adorable doing it <laughs> and it's 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 just gone hyper viral and once it gets into your head it will drive you absolutely insane um, <laughs> well because funny. a lot of the I, yeah. I don't know if you saw the the videos that were going around over the last couple months with uh, people doing the drake song and they're dancing outside the car as it's going down the road and then uh some people have been doing the same thing, but they're using the baby shark song instead. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
It's funny. I've been driving my wife crazy singing it in the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I introduced my daughter to it yesterday at dinner. She thought it was great. This may be the best ever. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so we're in round two. Um, we have five matches of ten combatants. Since it's uneven, we'll all chip in. First round, or first fight. Uh, Mad Max versus Furiosa. Hmm. Hmm. That's not fair. <laughs> mm. Who's this for? Oh, this is for everybody, right? This is for everybody. Um, I think Furiosa takes it. Yeah. Because Max, for all of his badassery and bravado, I think he there's still enough of the I can't I can't hit a woman in him. Uh that uh, he hit a lot of women. When? He clocked the, the teenage girl. Now we're talking we're, t- you're, we're talking nope. we're talking it was, Mel, Mel it was, Gibson it was, it was Max. Because he's violent. It was I mean he, he, she was she was like out of control and he punched her to to, to knock her out. But in the context of this though. game we're talking we're talking Mel Gibson version of Max versus yeah. yeah, but not Mel Gibson. No, no, <laughs> Mel no, no, Gibson no. would smack a woman with no hesitation. <laughs> right. Uh, probably, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 by, by the nature of this game, it must be the version. Right. Um, I would, I, I think I agree with you. Um, I think there would be a split second of hesitation. But she wouldn't and, hesitate and she'd right. take him out. And, and, the, and that split second would be all she needs. Yeah. Aren't they supposed to be making a Furiosa movie? They they were rumors. I don't think it. I think it. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to. Because mm. Ms. Theron is not sitting around waiting for it to happen. No. All right. Connor McLeod versus Laura Croft. Oh, Connor McLeod. I thought she lost. I thought Maleficent won. Yeah, you, yeah, Maleficent won that fight. Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she barbecued Laura Croft. She did. I still still say Connor McClough. (laughs) Because it wouldn't matter if she barbecued him. He wouldn't die. He would eventually... Yeah, I don't know very much about about, um, McClough. So the rules of Highlander... So Connor McClough is the Highlander. And his one power is that he is an immortal. And there are several uh, they never say how many but there are immortals that live all over the earth and they're in this this game it's basically a game for one survivor and um over time they all battle each other until they're only, you know until they're only two no, left and then don't tell anyone just add it to your list yeah well, I mean, I'm just telling the, the rules and, and I, I, I would love to hear the reaction of someone who goes into the highlander watches highlander knowing very little about it <laughs> but we I don't think, know that we don't know if fire. Well, it's fine. I'm I'm I'm, I'm shifting the combatants because I, I thought it was Laura Croft, so I'm going to change. Um, Laura Croft is out, and I will come. I will put. I will pit 
uh, Connor McLeod versus Lestat. Ooh. Man, he can drink his blood all day long and he'll keep making it. <laughs> um, hmm. They're, they're both, both immortal. Yeah, they're both immortal. Yep. But, uh, but Lestat is much more killable than, than McLeod is. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, Lestat doesn't... Does he... I mean, like, McLeod's been, like, fighting, fighting for a couple thousand years. Or at least several hundred years. Lestat doesn't fight that much, does he? Oh yeah, he does. He does. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's he Lestat is is quite quite adept at uh, at physical violence even before he becomes a vampire. You're but you're um, going with Lestat from the books. Right? Well, Lestat in the movie doesn't really yeah don't really see much. Well, this is, we're talking. Yeah, I guess because, because this is the doppelganger's game. I think you have to use that Lestat the the mm. movie version. Yeah. Now I think you can. You can import whatever backstory you want if it's not contradicted by the film. How about that? Okay, so at the point in the... It, uh, okay. Yeah, because later on, Lestat ascent becomes, for all intents and purposes, a god. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's tough. Because if it got to the point where Lestat thought he was losing... He would literally just rip McLeod's head off, <laughs> and he could do it even even at that point in, in the. I gotta give it to Lestat. Okay. Any uh, anybody else want to weigh in? Nah, I'll go with that. I agree with that. All right. So Maleficent instead will be fighting the mask. <laughs> that would be oh. hilarious. <laughs> She would be so frustrated. <laughs> she would be so big. That would be the funniest thing ever. She was just like going on out, giving him like nuclear level attacks and <laughs> bending his body to avoid them. Yeah. Um. But see, we never saw. What does he have a, as a way to attack her, though? Well, whatever he wants. True. I imagine he would, you know, transform into an acne rocket and like well, plow would, right into her. He would. He would give her a bowling ball looking bomb with a fuse, or <laughs> drop an anvil on her head. <laughs> drop an anvil on her. Yeah. Right. Right. Big hammer, big big mallet out of his coat pocket. That sort of thing. Or turn yeah. his turn his arm into a hammer and hit her on the head with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he probably yeah. wouldn't hit her head. He just he'd like he like hit her big toe. Yeah. <laughs> he'd open her mouth really really wide and drop some dynamite down her throat. <laughs> I think she would get so annoyed that she mm-hmm. would make a mistake. Yeah. Because yeah, she she. Well, she's not as versatile as he is either. Like, she's a sorceress, so she only has, like, a couple of tricks up her sleeve. And well, he... in, the, in, the, in the Maleficent movie, she does lots of stuff. But oh, okay. Not... But if we go by that, uh, she's also vulnerable to physical attack in that movie because she gets yeah, her... She's, her she's, yeah, yeah. She's full-fledged sorceress, but she is also tight. That's correct. 
Um, the question is, would she be familiar with the mask enough to know? Enough to know what? I'm sorry. To take the mask off of him. Oh. Ooh, what if she took the mask off of him and then she put it on? What would happen if Maleficent put on the mask? <laughs> That's fanfic. That's out there somewhere. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice to say, Jim Carrey fight. <laughs> uh, I think I I would vote. I think I'm voting mask. I, I am too. I am too. Yeah, I'll go with that. All right. <laughs> Peter Venkman versus Groot. Squish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fill that in. All right. I'm gonna yeah. say I'd say Groot. Yeah, Groot. Oh yeah, yeah. Groot. I mean, I mean, I don't know that the proton pack, the proton pack, would even hurt Groot. It I might scorch him a little bit. We've seen it set. It sets stuff on fire. Yeah, but but you get one shot and then yeah. squish. <laughs> you get one shot and yeah. Um, Jack Bauer versus Captain Kirk. Jack Bauer. Hmm. He's more ruthless. Chris Pine, Captain Kirk, obviously. <laughs> Does no, Captain never... Kirk have a phaser? Does Jack Bauer have a gun? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I think we, we should just set a standard rule for this. We always keep... Uh, I think what we've said is if he knows that he's going to be in a battle ahead of time he'll he'll, he'll grab a phaser mm-hmm. on the out. but just standard issue he doesn't have one I don't think uh, Rick you make the call more often does not more often than not does he have a phaser on him uh well if he's no. just walking around the ship he wouldn't have one on him yeah no no, I mean, if, if it's like they're beaming down and, and we're intercepting their transporter beam and sending them to this, this Thunderdome, then yes, he would have one. But if it's just, you know, he's a, he's in the mess hall getting a chicken sandwich <laughs> and coffee, uh, <laughs> then no. Unlike, unlike Jack Bauer, who most definitely have a gun. He always has his gun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has it strapped to him in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but also Kirk has plot armor that's like really thick (laughs) (laughs) true Um, you know what let's try it both ways let's say he has a phaser then Kirk wins yeah if it's set if it's set to kill and he like disintegrates him on the first blast but it wouldn't be set to kill yeah Uh, Kirk would stun him yeah no I have to full disclosure. I never saw twenty four, so I, I only know Bauer by reputation. You probably got it. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm guessing you probably have an accurate. Uh, he, he's just a he's, really good fighter with no scruples. From he's what I guess, John McClain, uh, but a lot angrier. <laughs> yeah, that's about. So Kirk could stun him and then disarm him, and then. Would Jack Bauer still be able to beat him up? It's really... Well, if he's... I mean, he's vulnerable to getting stunned. Mm -hmm. If if Jack Bauer does not find cover 
if the stun beam hits him, he will be stunned. He's right. not he's not superhuman. Yeah, I mean basically. In fact, he probably won't see that anyway. I'm gonna give it to Kirk. Yeah, basically at that point you're saying which one of them gets a shot off first, so it's a shootout. Because Yeah, but I think Jack Bauer will have a slight disadvantage because he hasn't had any sleep. True, but also it won't be quite as fast. But he has you, you can dodge a bullet. You can't dodge a phaser beam. Yeah, he's he has an incredibly strong bladder though, and he can go a really long time without. <laughs> he has a he can go a really long time without having to charge his phone. <laughs> uh, okay, two, three, four, five. All right. Five combatants. Let's see. Let's match up. All right. Well, it's got to be Kirk versus Furiosa. <laughs> Kirk will not hesitate like uh, Max would have. No, but would he win that fight? He still got his phaser, yeah. Think so? Phaser kind of evens things out. <laughs> Um, even hand to hand, I I think that you know Kirk beat Khan hand to hand. Did he? Yeah, I don't think he did. In the in the show, go, go watch Space Seed. Well, 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 this is this is Chris Pine Kirk. <laughs> yeah, he's and he's and, in even better shape than William Shatner Kirk. Right. Yeah, but then he tried to he tried to hit Khan and. Khan just stood there and he's like, oh, you want to try to hit me harder? Oh, like, that's to- times I've had. Now, their, their final fight in the in the engineering section, yeah, Khan was throwing Kirk around like a rag doll, but eventually he beat him. Yeah, but that's William Shatner version of Are Kirk. you talking this about Space Seed or we're yeah. talking about... <laughs> it's it's got to be the movie. Into Darkness. Yeah. Oh, that Khan. Yes. Be- yes. We don't, talk- we don't discuss that. that. John brought it up, okay? <laughs> that I wasn't Khan. I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but that was not Khan. <laughs> I, think, I think we kind of gave Kirkus Phaser would have his gun, but Furiosa wouldn't. I think it's hand-to-hand. And I think she would win. Yeah, hand-to-hand, Furiosa wins. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen it, but just from what y'all have said, it sounds like Furios is pretty badass and would totally take him down. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I gotta say, I'm very surprised you haven't seen that. That movie's like right up your alley. I'm definitely, I wrote at the top of my list, Mad Max movies right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, just like aside, just that movie in itself. Yes. Alright. Uh, Lestat versus Root. <laughs> a lot of stuff that a lot of Lestat's attacks won't work on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't care if you break his arm off. Doesn't really bother. Yeah, I, 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 I would have to go with Groot. I don't see how. Oh, dude, he, he is a he is a living stake. He is a big wooden stake. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're he right. Just, he gotta be just shove that. his arm through his chest. <laughs> that, that, that is not part of Anne Rice's mythology. So the wooden um, stake doesn't kill him. Well, it, it, getting impaled by anything sucks to, for her vampires, but uh, no, it doesn't kill him. 
Um, Pretty much the only thing that can kill her her vampires is fire or sunlight. Uh, Ironically, the same things that would kill Groot. Sunlight mm-hmm. doesn't kill Groot. Well, not sunlight. <laughs> you get watered. <laughs> right. I'm off on tangent again. All right. Um, um, yeah, they're both flammable. <laughs> vampires are actually very flammable. Um, especially the young ones. Uh, I got to go with Groot. Yeah, I don't think Lestat can beat Groot. All right. It's very impressive that you're still in the running, giving the people that she's up against at this point. <laughs> uh, so let's do Groot versus the mask. <laughs> I think that's going to be the mask. Uh, yeah, for all the same reasons that he beat Maleficent. Yeah. Uh, Although, does Groot get frustrated, or has he got like the patience of an ent, and you just stand there and let the mask go crazy and do all kinds of stupid things that don't don't really affect Groot all that much, and then smush? Like the the mask would look at the camera and flick a bick and throw it at Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Groot, yeah, he does get frustrated. Um, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I don't, I don't see. Now, are we talk, yeah, we're, we're no. talking. Groot is basically a big prop. We're talking Groot from yeah. Guardians 1 or Groot from Guardians 2? Because that's two different, two different Groots. Yeah. Baby Groot or. <laughs> Guardians 1. Full fledged Groot. Okay. But, I mean, he, he would. He would play around for a while. He'd, he'd pull out a chance. You know, he'd, he'd dress like a lumberjack and he'd start. <laughs> eventually, he would just pull out a flamethrower. But, you know, we know that, that the mask can do, like, cartoony stuff. But, like, eventually, if Groot is just, you know, beating the ever-living tar out of him like he can... Uh, but he's 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 rubberized. Like even if he like he he won't he just go and then the damage <laughs> is gone. <laughs> I don't he I don't know he can't affect any. Even if he were to impale him, he would look down at the hollow. Well, that's gonna. Well, he, he's not hurt. He's fine. Then, then I guess we can cut to the cut to the end then, because if the mask is invulnerable to any attack, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Once you start, <laughs> all right. Honorable mention. It, it was you know, <laughs> she used the participation award for for uh, most improved for making it to the final round, given the people that she's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, for this round of Sci Fighters Doppelgangers Edition, the mask, aka Jim Carrey, was the day. Yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey's version of the mask, not the uh, Jamie Kennedy version of the mask. <laughs> have you guys ever seen? Have you guys ever seen that movie, The Son of the Mask? God no, no. Part of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it came out, my son was probably six or seven, so it was in the kids section of the. Which I don't know why. It's not really a kids movie. Well, it's part yeah, of it is. It starts yeah. out, but I mean, the whole, the whole conceit of the movie is that 
he has sex with his wife while he's wearing the mask. Now they don't show that happen, but that's that's what happens. And then they have a baby. Wait, nine months what? That's that's the, what the movie is about. He okay. So in in Son of the Mask, this guy Jamie Kennedy is playing this guy, and he finds the mask. I don't remember how, but he finds the mask. How was the wife okay with that? He puts it on, and he goes out and uh, gets all this confidence or whatever. And he comes home, and he has sex with his wife while he's wearing the mask. And how was the she, wife okay with that? <laughs> it, dude, I mean, she wasn't. <laughs> is she still Cameron Diaz? No, 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 no. This is—he's playing a different oh, guy. He? He's not playing the same guy. Um, oh. And then nine months later, she has a baby. And this baby is like a cartoon character. He, it basically turns into a Tom and Jerry cartoon after that, you know, because he's got a lot of the powers of the mask. And but he's a baby. I thought that, I thought that movie was. I I didn't remember the baby thing at all. I just remember. Oh, that's the, the that's the main. Like, that's why it's called Son of the Mask because it's because it, of the baby. I didn't even know it was called Southern Mask. I thought it was Mask too. Mm-mm. Um, I thought it was like Loki came back to get his mask. I thought that that's the B plot. plot. That's the B plot. That's the B plot. Yeah, that's some bullshit. All right. <laughs> hey, it is not a good movie. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. It is not. But <laughs> but it it exists. That's that is my review of Son of the Mask. It exists. <laughs> Good movies that had lousy sequels. There's a show topic for someday. I think. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. But yes. <laughs> this is not like we ran out. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess that's uh, that's pretty much it. We I mean, that's I mean the mask wins. West mask <laughs> the mask wins the day. Uh, so all right. Virginia, thank you for being here. Are you there? Sorry, sorry, I, I think either I cut out or you cut out. I'm sorry. It may have been both. <laughs> uh tell everybody where they can find you and where you'll be talking about all of these movies that you made a list of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can find my uh, Star Trek blog at casuallygo.com. I'm currently working on through a Discovery rewatch um, weekly. And then I have a podcast called Wait You've Never Seen about a lot of movies that I haven't seen, like the Mad Max movies or Highlander or Groundhog Day. <laughs> Both which were featured prominently in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Rick, thank you for being here. My pleasure as always. Thank you for having me. And people can find you at. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no. uh, over at simplysyndicated.com. Uh, check out my Stargate SG1 podcast, The Seventh Chevron. I'm also on the the Simply Syndicated movie quiz show that we're not quite sure what it's called yet. Uh, it's going to be something along those lines, though. I thought, it was, I thought that was it. I thought it was like the I think movie he's quiz still, show. That's I kind of a placeholder. Placeholder. I don't know that we dis, that Rich decided on that being it, or or if that was just sort of like best we could come up with. I I have no idea. I just show up and get. If 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 you're a fan <laughs> of Captain Game Show. 
and you want to hear me get my intellectual ass handed to me on a regular basis, go listen to the movie quiz show <laughs> because I, it's all movie trivia. All the it's time. all movie trivia. And I suck so bad. At that. <laughs> I gotta say, man, the rich playing the theme song is the funniest. <laughs> yeah. In a long time. I, I, I think I've got one of them out of the, like you got three shows out. I've listened to, I think I got. I think I successfully interpreted one. The first one he did was Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I'm like, no effing way was that <laughs> Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I would not stand a chance. <laughs> I, I do pretty good at the movie trivia, but the musical, not a chance. I wonder. Anyway, if- that's where you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's got some kind of like a music book that's telling him like. You know, kids have these music books that says push this number and it makes this note or whatever. No, he he is a musician. He used to be a bass player. So he he knows how to play music. So he's just plunking it out by memory. It's 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 fantastic. (laughs) I'm not I'm I don't I'm not disparaging the fact that that it sounds crazy. I'm saying it's great. It's so great. It was it is it is a lot more entertaining than if it was like a perfect rendition. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love it because what it is it's a little like kids keyboard that he picked up at, at the british equivalent of a five and ten cent store yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a, it's like a little ten dollar casio <laughs> <laughs> my, my first keyboard <laughs> all right and john thanks for being here as well sure thing man where can people yeah. hear you <laughs> uh captain game show is a game show. <laughs> right here on the cosmic potato Network, don't you know? That's the way I flow. <laughs> you know? And John regularly breaks into song on his show too. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's appropriate. Yeah. Uh I uh, yeah, but yeah. Um <laughs> that's the only one I'll plug you're not on that I'm <laughs> that I'm on, John. So yeah, anywhere that you would hear Sean, uh you might hear me aside from uh captain game show and uh facebook twitter at captain game show all right check it out and be sure to join and be sure to check out the uh cosmic potato.com we've got several other shows on there world war g uh trial by pilot and uh review of mania so check those out but you might hear next time you might hear john say (laughs) Uh, let's do this one. Reason number 54. Um, life is just like a movie, except in real life, the zombie situation is totally under control. (laughs) (laughs) Is that dead silence because the joke was horrible or you couldn't hear me? We heard you. Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can contact us by email at mail at cosmicpotato.com or send us a voicemail or text message to 205-642-8380. Help the show grow by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for joining us for Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. <laughs>